What's the Car Talk Podcast? Hello and welcome back to the Car Talk Podcast, a show where we talk about the latest car news and the latest transportation opinion. Uh, I'm your host Bailey and this week I'm joined by Matty from Matty's Cars as usual. How are you doing Matty? I'm not too bad this week thanks. We're doing a filler episode this week because we couldn't book our guest in time. Yes, so we're just doing a well, podcast mainly on car news, because to be fair, there is quite a lot this month, which is uh, mm. quite good. It must um, be a leap year. <laughs> yeah, it must be a leap year. Um, <laughs> should I start, Matty? I've got, I know we've got like three Bentleys to talk about, um, yeah. so we, I guess we could all sort of link that together, uh, if you want. Yeah. Cool. Um, so let's off. talk about the... There's there's two sort of new luxury Bentleys coming. Uh, there's the Bentley Bacala. I don't even know if that's how you say it, but uh, only twelve of these will be made, uh, each with a unique colour designed by the uh, customer, and it will have a six litre W12 with six hundred and fifty horsepower. Now I don't know actually how much it costs, but judging by the photos, it looks rather expensive, as obviously a lot of Bentleys are. <laughs> I've got them here. Yeah. It sort of looks like a like a Genesis in a way, like the grill and the and the lights. It does. It doesn't look very Bentley, does it? It looks quite modern. It does. It's it's a very modern design for Bentley, and I I do find myself liking it. Um, now it is a convert. I think the only doing a convertible version it is that's the car. It's a convertible Bentley, basically. Uh, but obviously the interior is going to be pretty lovely. It's you know it's got it's got nice uh, yellow trim on the one I'm seeing at the moment. Um, and yeah, it's got all the. So it's, I think it's all digital now as well. Like, there's no sort of old style dash. There's no old style Ooh. dials. It's all just a bit digital, which I'm not necessarily a fan of. But uh, I suppose it's no. The, the that will upset the old people as well. And it will. Know, yeah, they like they love their Bentleys, don't they? They do. Yes. Now you've got a new. Uh, you say a new Bentayga, Matty, to share with us. Well, yeah, if, well, let me ask you the question, have you ever wanted an art gallery on wheels? Not really, no. (laughs) Well, anyway, Bentley have released one anyway in association (laughs) with the EWB Mulliner Gallery, um, and it's going to debut at Monterey, whatever, wherever that is. But this is a one-off Bentley Bentayga, and the only difference is, is that it's got an extended wheelbase, but it is, and I quote, a gallery on wheels. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the name of it? Is it just a e, is it EWB then? Yeah, EWB. Bentley Bentayga EWB Mulliner Gallery. Nice. That's that's a a mouthful. Basically the same as the as the one they've made already. <laughs> um, but to be fair, I don't. Did they did they really need to make it any bigger? Because it was a pretty long car to start with, wasn't it? Mm, definitely. I don't know what what. What this is for, it's a little bit like when, um, I don't know if you remember on the Top Gear news when they covered the uh, long wheelbase Rover 75 and they literally yeah. said the only person that's going to buy this is the Mayor of Preston. And, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that is maybe, the same sort of thing. This, yeah. this is a Bentley, so maybe the Mayor of Ascot or... Um, maybe, yes. Yeah, London Or City like of that. Westminster or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, moving on to... The third Bentley this week, um, we have a, it was, it's a Bentley called Batur. Um, it's, I don't know what they're going with, these names. It's all sort of very, I don't want to say it like like rudely, but it's all very Araby based, isn't it? Like sort of well, names. Well, it's almost like they're going 
God, boys, can anyone think of something that begins with B? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, they all seem all... to begin with... Yeah. They must have meanings. I don't know what the meanings are, personally, but you know they must have some sort of meaning in the name. But this Bentley, in particular, uh, looks actually very nice. Uh, I think it's better than the one previously that I just mentioned. Uh, it's also got a 6-litre W12, so like the other one. Uh, it's a bit more power, 740 horsepower with 1,000 torque, which is quite ridiculous. But my favourite part, Matty, about this, if you look at the interior, it has a, uh, a fully gold, I think it's pure gold, yeah. uh, driving selector, which is very Bentley. <laughs> it's a nice touch. Mm. Um, and obviously that Looks will bring right to the uh, Arabs. But in terms of the looks, what do you think? Um, I think it looks very good. Quite not quite a nice mod. But again, it's sort of very Genesis-like, isn't it? Yeah, let me just double-check. I'm on the Bentley Batter. Yeah? <laughs> that is the one, yes. The Grand um, Tourer. Yeah. Yeah, again. <laughs> looks very... Very Genesis, yeah. I, I was trying to think of... Um, the Like, I thought Genesis was wrong, but it is Genesis. That's what it looks like, yeah? Yeah, because like, the saloon ones, they do look very much like that. And I know you hate them. <laughs> I know that you said when I first said it on the on the podcast you were like oh that's horrible um, it is just I, another infinity yes technically yes um, watch them flop <laughs> I don't think I've I don't think I've even seen one on the road or have they not been released yet I, don't um, I think they know. have been released yet it's just you're the only one interested in them yes that's probably true <laughs> <laughs> um, have you got anything else to share with us Matty that's not Bentley Yes, I've got something more interesting than Bentley and than Genesis. This nice. was music to my ears when um, I read this news the other day. Um, Alfa Romeo struggling the past, well, 20, 30, just since they were born, really struggling <laughs> brand. Um, but they are to launch a new large electric. Mm. Mm. You know, we've got to get mm. with the times. Electric saloon. Saloon in 2027, Ooh. no SUVs, no 500 derived super minis. Still waiting on a new Spider, but this is good news. And have you seen the pictures? No, I have not. Take a look at the um, picture where it says this is how it could look. But this is to rival the BMW 5 Series. It's going to have, uh, it's going to be a large electric car on sale 2027, um, and basically it's going to be. Uh, in a range of Alfa Romeos that are fully electric, so the whole lineup will be uh, electric by 2027. Okay, it does look quite nice actually. It's it's got um very much like Julia uh, vibes to it, isn't it? See that to me looks like a proper Alfa Romeo. Yes. Red plate on the right side, grille lights, everything. I'm just sweeping back the shape of it. Mm. It's gorgeous. I love it. It is gorgeous, yeah. The only thing that's missing about it, Matty, is I would say a V6 in there. I think a V6 in that would be perfection. You never know. They might do a special edition. It's coming out three years before the ban, so you never know. Yeah, that's true, actually. But knowing where everything's going, I think they want to make the cars just all electric if they're going to make mm. it, you know, those sort of saloon mm. cars. If they do like a sport one, maybe they would put like a V6 in it or something. Mm -hmm. Or a four-cylinder. I think it's actually only Volkswagen that has two separate production lines. One for electric, one for internal combustion. I don't think any of the other car manufacturers 
would be able to afford to, so they basically just buy the technology off everyone else to do their yeah. electric cars, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. You know, following on from that, Matty, have you heard about synthetic fuel? I've heard bits, but what 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 is it? So essentially, it's it's like normal petrol, but it's basically um, it's using to make it. You use water, and you mix it with the carbon dioxide that's already in the air. So actually, when you put it in a car, it's it runs the same, and it's the same sort of thing. But it actually doesn't release any uh, carbon dioxide, which I think is so much better than hydrogen because it's basically. It means you don't have to scrap all the, uh, you know, engines and things, and you can still produce internal combustion. But there's actually no extra um, pollution, so it's you know, uh, carbon neutral at the end of the day. Why didn't we is, think of this before? So I don't know, but how, Porsche how? are sort of focusing on it mainly, and they're really? doing it on their new cars. Yes, so it's their idea, and well, hopefully, oh, did Porsche think of it? I think so. Yeah, for their racing cars and stuff, which is how it started out. Oh, I might be cool. mistaken, but I'm pretty sure. Because I was watching a um, the one of the new Top Gears. Weirdly, I don't normally do that, but there was a there was a video where there, there was a segment where they were driving a Lamborghini SVJ and a, the new GT3, mm. and they were talking about synthetic fuel and how both the cars that they were driving at that point, which obviously you've all got, like the, you know, Lamborghini got the V12 and the uh, Porsche's got the flat six, and that's, they're both running on synthetic fuel, which is pretty much the same as petrol. It's just you know, produce in a different way, and it's it doesn't pollute, which is perfect, really. Yeah, that really it's is actually, good news. Yeah, it really is good news, and I really hope that picks up. I mean, we definitely mm. need to talk about that in more detail. Um, yeah, in we sh- podcast. We should get but. an expert on to talk about that. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> um, while we're while we're on viewers, you may have just heard something there. Um, I just like to apologise on behalf of the podcast that Bailey's been watching new Top Gear. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Um, I would like to talk about a uh, new Mercedes, Matty. Uh, now, okay. I did visit Mercedes-Benz World, because you've come there as well with me. I've been to Mercedes-Benz World. You have. Um, and this is a place, if you're not aware of it, it's a place uh, where it's, Dreams I think it's one of... of yes, well, it used to be at least, because I, I went in there recently, and they've just all got a really boring lineup of cars. I don't know what Mercedes are doing at the moment. I think all the cars they're making are sort of a very very mid you know they're very sort of just like that's that's okay but it's not really that fulfilling that they have do, got yeah. yeah it's that will do that was we you know it's the it's just the to get along and make some sales and we sat in some new cars and that you know the new c-class is very nice but they've released mm. a new car and it's uh the eqs which we already had but they're making a maybach version of the suv uh, eqs and they're saying it's an ultra luxury suv um with 530 uh, horsepower now, yeah, I don't know if you've that. seen the pictures, Matty. Uh, it's, I mean, it looks very much the same as the uh, the original EQS SUV. Um, so there's not much new there, but obviously the interior has been a bit bit more revamped. Is this uh, a concept at the moment? Yeah, I think it isn't. I think it is released. Like it's going to New release. Concept. Mercedes Maybach e- EQS. Yeah, but it, it, it's a say a concept, but I think it might be I might release next year. Um, but the yeah, pictures that the pictures I'm that you're looking at about the um, have you seen the vase in the back? No, I haven't. It comes oh yes, a, I have. It comes with a vase. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's really luxury. funny. Actually. That's that's what they mean by ultra luxury. You have a garden in your in your in your rear seating, mm. a Japanese garden. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
but that will yeah that should release next year but I'm not mm. sure yet well if I were you and I was looking for a bit of luxury and a bit of floral decoration mm. in your car I'd just buy a revived Volkswagen Beetle because when they were new they came with a, a bunch of flowers on the dashboard so course, save yourself yes. £150,000 <laughs> well, that bit is of consumer, consumer advice, advice. Yeah. it is That's it really is <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a well there's I've got quite a few like you know big supercars Matty so I might start off with the uh, Aston Martin that I've got written down and it is the new DBR22 um, and this looks fantastic but it's obviously got if you notice Matty it's got no uh, front windscreen and it's one of those sort of speedster cars that uh, we never ask for um, oh, I'm finding it now. Two seconds. No worries. I'll give you a bit of inf- information about it. It's a open cockpit speedster, obviously, as I mentioned. Uh, it's got a 5.2 V12, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and do you know what the problem is with these cars, Matty? Is is they look fantastic, yeah, but they're so unpractical. And they're, they, mm. who's going to look at that and go, "Yes, I want that as my daily driver." Mm, and it just, doesn't it really scream Aston Martin either, does it? It looks like no. something like it's been made in a shed, doesn't it? It doesn't look <laughs> particularly... You know what I mean, though? It gives me sort of yeah. TVR, Lotus vibes. Uh, it almost gives me the... Uh, do you remember the SLR... Uh, uh, what was it? The Sterling Moss. That was like an open top speed, so like this. And they're, they're super rare, but like... It, the reason for that is it's because no one bought them, because it's just like... They're so... Impractical. They only kind oh, of like Christ, more yeah, art. The SLR Sterling Moss, yeah. And that is, yeah, that's. And this is going to be one point five million. So this is also pretty, pretty expensive. Um, I kind of treat these sort of cars as like pieces of art rather than maybe being a practical driving sort of experience. But mm. I don't know what your thoughts on it are. Um, no, leave it to the enthusiasts. Don't yes, they don't interest I me? I, don't get me wrong and do a track day and one or something, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, just yeah, speaking of car names, this podcast we've obviously spoke about the varieties of bees, the Bentleys, the mm. Bentayga, the other ones, Bentley <laughs> Bastard, and all that. But um, <laughs> we've also had mentioned cars today, like the EQS. Uh, yes. What have we just had then? The DBR nine. DBR22, so they did DBR do DBR9. Um, yeah. And all of these names are, well, the ones that aren't just letters and numbers are more creative, obviously, but car names now aren't um, particularly exciting, are they? I agree with you. I think they just, they don't have the spark and they do like, you know, like Mustang or Genesis, that sort of thing. Espas. Yeah, Spass. Like, <laughs> how terrible that car was. It was a fantastic name. It's fantastic name, isn't it? It's so <laughs> underrated, that name. I love, I love saying that. People think I'm mad for saying that. But um, if you would like a van that just screams tacky, um, you know, it sort of gives me, I don't know, it reminds me of like a prostitute or something like that. Um, just from its name. But the, uh, the new Nissan Townstar has been revealed the prices, the specs, and the sale date. What do you think of that? The (laughs) Nissan Townstar van. Townstar van? It's a van. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not just Townstar, so it's it's just a van, but it's called the Townstar. 
imagine, uh, imagine fucking going talking with the lads on the on the building site. Like, oh, have you got the new van? What's that? Oh, I've got a town star. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that actually looks so dreary but it, the name is just like it oh, wants me to it wants me to own it i want to own it just for it's the name it's fucking awful i was just re- <laughs> lo- looking underneath this i mean i obviously it's based it's going to be based on the latest renault kangoo yes yeah, so it looks very similar the kangoo i think the kangoo is a cool name but even that like you you know when they first came out i bet you a few people got mocked for that and renault kangoo yeah. but you know <laughs> and apparently later this year fiat are releasing their own version of this town star van called uh, the Fiat Lady of the Night. <laughs> no way. Is that actually a thing? No, no, I just made that up. I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, Nissan Town Star, petrol or fully electric, no diesel engine. Um, Shame. Yeah. But to be fair, low, to be fair, vans, I think, are fine, you know, being electric. Um, especially if, you know, if they are. Just bread if vans, got, yeah. If yeah, if they've got loads of just things in the boot, you know, you need, you need the extra torque that the electric motors give off mm. uh, to go a bit faster. Because you know what they're like; they're up your arse all the time. So they'll like the new torque. Um, I like to talk about a new Polestar Matty, and you know, as you know, Polestar is quite quite recent. Uh, mm, in, there's uh, another the dodgy market. name, isn't it? Yeah, that is. There's an odd name. Imagine the Polestar Town Star. <laughs> that would actually be quite funny <laughs> um, but this one's not very inspiring it's the Polestar 6 which is I don't know where they get the numbers from it I don't have they even gone up in order or are they just literally just doing random letters oh, numbers I don't god, know god that looks dreary doesn't it it looks yes I mean this has had some mixed opinions about it um, I think it kind of looks like it's basically what 1980s people thought the future of cars would look like and you know when they make you know when they have like futuristic cars in like Back to the Future that's sort of the stuff that would be in it mm. it's very sort of blocky if you ask yeah. me yeah um, you know all the all the sort of angles are very rigid and uh, it's just yeah it's it's uh, an interesting one but so I this think is, it looks what is it it's right. a roadster is it or is it just a poser doing, what is it for doing a roadster and they're doing a hard top version um, it's it's a dual motor set up with 800 horsepower which is kind of ridiculous um and it's uh yeah it's gonna cost 150k which i don't know if that kind of justifies the price i don't think i would spend 150k on it that's what i'd say no Uh, it's coming in 2026 so we don't have to see it for for a while which is good (laughs) that's good i'll have to prepare my soul for that one yeah i'm hoping not i won't see any i don't think i will no, they look quite luxury based, but yeah. Anything else, Matty, that you uh, have that's exciting? Well, the last one, one I have is just a headline, really, that I read. Um, nearly three quarters of drivers have almost had a had a car crash. So I think really? a quarter. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I think that, but I think I think everybody's nearly had a car crash. So I think a quarter of the driving public are lying. Don't you? Who do you know yeah, that's, no, that's right. that, like you? Everyone I've ever spoke to drives. Like at some point, they've told me a story, or if I've told them a story. They've told me one back about how someone's nearly crashed into them, or they've nearly because yeah. someone's jumped a set of lights or something. Every single person that drives who I've ever laid eyes on oh, has 100%. nearly had a car crash. So, who are these quarter 
lucky people. So seventy two percent have nearly had a, had a near miss. Is who that, is who's the other twenty eight percent? You know, is that is that is that survey based on people that drive or is that the population? Research shows that seventy two percent of drivers have had a near right. miss, while drivers also estimate that they see around fourteen incidents of illegal driving every week. <laughs> I don't see how they would like measure that, you know. I know, yeah. I mean, these these must be doing a better job than the police, then, really, if they can see yeah. people. Well, exactly, on the yeah. Phones, the police are clearly not doing their job, then, are they? Jumping red lights, etc. Yeah. But um, maybe the other twenty eight percent is people who live in Scotland, because bear in mind, there's literally nothing up there. There's literally just mm. like Anne Road and Anne Field, and that's it. Well, this was <laughs> carried out. This survey was carried out by Nextbase, who make the dash cams. You know, for the yeah, the dash cam wankers. But um, yeah, I, <laughs> I do actually like those videos. The ones I am they, waiting. Yeah. So I, I'm waiting to see myself on one of those Inside Motors videos. <laughs> you know, I can't. I cannot wait. Not that I'm there's a bad driver. Views. There's one that I watch, um, and it's on YouTube, and it's called UK Dashcam, uh, oh, which yeah, is a very original them. name. And you're the one that he submits it, and you can submit your clip in there and stuff. And they, does, I think they do a compilation every Sunday, and I always watch them. It's really funny because it's like it's quite. To be fair, from a, from a driver's point of view, I can learn from what people are doing in that video and like how to avoid that sort of situation, which is quite interesting when I'm when I you know in practice. Um, not that most of the time that I you know get cut up or anything that much but uh, it's it's always handy to sort of you know think how can i avoid that in mm. real in real life mm. in that similar situation which is quite handy but yeah um that's that's a very interesting bit of uh news there matty about the uh people i i, I definitely disagree with that because i think everyone's had at least one near miss and they, yeah. and a lot of people just won't admit it either. That's probably what the twenty eight percent is. So it's yeah, definitely so a quarter of the population are liars. Sorry, <laughs> driving population. I think it's more than that. Personally, as as general people go nowadays, <laughs> um, let's talk about the new Porsche GT three, Matty. Uh, now we touched upon this uh, probably about last year when they released it, but obviously now they've released the uh, RS model which is uh, being very much anticipated. Um, now, if you look at it, look at the pictures, I'm sure you've seen it. It's been across the news quite a bit for Certainly cars. Have. Yeah. Um, and I think it looks bloody amazing. Uh, it's, I mean, the rear wing on it is is kind of ridiculous, but I mean, the general, I think I like how they've gone back to sort of like the, uh, you know, late uh, 2000s, early sort of I 2010s. do, yeah. You could, you'd think that was... Like old, wouldn't you? But not old in a bad yeah. way. Like it looks... Do you remember the uh, GT3 RS four litre that they did, and it had that sort of red trim, like with the red wheels and the uh, yellow brake calipers. Mm. Do you remember that particular model? That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, and I vaguely. really like that model. Vaguely, yeah, um, but it just looks so just stripped back, and it's just not yeah. a fussy car at all, is it? That it's not. It's it's a proper driver's car, and I'm, yeah. I'm really starting to love Porsche a lot now. Now that I've sort of matured. I know I haven't matured that much, but I'm maturing and I'm getting there, and I'm really liking these Porsches that uh, they release, and I've just overall just started to like them. But it's because I've, you know, you you sort of look at them and you and you sort of see how they drive, and they just like they are proper drivers' cars, and it's what I want to see. Um, and obviously, we've mentioned that they're doing the synthetic fuel store stuff, so they're mm. keeping all the the engines going. Yeah. Um, but some interesting stats about the car, Matty, that you might be interested in is a. Uh, it's got a four-liter, 
flat six naturally aspirator, which is like the uh, the one that I've mentioned before, like mm. earlier on. Um, it's got the most power uh, that it's had in a, I think a 911 GT3 RS. It's got 525 horsepower, um, and it's got. I mean, if you look at the design, you can see how much. You can just see how much downforce it has by looking at yeah. it. Like, I mean, it's only 195k as well, which I think is reasonable. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, that's still a lot of money. <laughs> no, I know, yeah. I, yeah. Would, I would totally pay that money for that, to yeah. be honest with you. I think Porsche um, and Hyundai, as we've mentioned, are my favourite anyway at the minute, mm, car designers-wise, yeah. just with what they're doing and what they plan to do in the future and that, you know. Definitely, yes. Um, now, we've got a... This is another sort of uh, big bit of news, Matty, that's uh, quite recent as well. Um, now, I don't know if you... I don't know if you've seen this, but it's the new Dodge. And now we mentioned a lot on the last podcast that we that Dodge is going electric. I think you mentioned that, didn't mm. you? Yes. Yeah, so this is the first um, electric car that they're doing. And if you type in a Dodge Charger EV, you'll be able to see uh, what they've uh, just announced. Um, now I think it looks actually really good. Like the design of it is uh, it's very Dodge. It's 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 what I thought what I think a modern Dodge would look like. So I think they've done a really good job on the design. Um, is this like the two-door estate thing that you're... Yeah, it's it's a saloon, but it's it's got two doors. Um, wow. And it's it's the black one. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the pictures. Yeah. Um, I'll put it on screen. But uh, overall, Matthew, I think it looks I think it looks fantastic. Like the design, they've done a really good job with the design. They've what I think what they've done is they've mixed the Challenger and the Charger together. Um, because I think one, I don't know which one has the four doors. I think it's the, the Charger. Um, so they've mixed the Challenger doors. They've got the roof lining, the Challenger, and they mixed it with Charger basically. Carbon fiber door um, mirrors. Yes, um, but the pro- the problem I have with it, and I'm sure a lot of problems, um, sorry, a lot of people have the same problem as me, is there's a video of them testing it uh, in the in the studio and stuff. And basically, what it does, it's electric, but it makes a noise. Like, it tries to replicate a V8 sound using, oh dear. I don't know what it is. And this, this, in concept, it sounds pretty good, but I, I, if, <laughs> you need to look, you need to go into a video, when, after the podcast match, you need to listen to it, because it literally <laughs> sounds like uh, one of those really old computer car games. Like, you know, those really terrible Tinny sounds and, that and, old. Yeah. Yeah. Like the original Gran Turismo sound, it sounds worse than that. So I ra- I rather them just not have a sound at all. That's how bad it is. Um, so I think that's put a lot of people off the idea of you know buying it, or people like the look of it and they just want to swap a V8 into it, which is probably what I'd do. <laughs> um, so that's that's a big sort of big bit of news this month. Uh, but what are your thoughts on it, Matty? Like as a, as a car, it's. Classic Dodge, it's great. I think it's yes, it's cool. When I say it's great, I wouldn't buy one, but like, I like the way that Dodge have got their own identity and they've always stuck stuck with it. It is just a shame that they've sounds sounds anyway from what I've heard from you like they've tried and failed to replicate the good yeah. old days within a an electric motor. But mm. I don't know, maybe technology will move on or whatever or dodge yeah. will just decide to go back to gasoline man it's the only <laughs> way they might be synthetic problem. fuel I think as well that would be good actually you know but I, mean? I think the right the main reason why people are annoyed because 
all of the drivers of these sort of cars are very big, you know, big, beefy V8 drivers that love their yeah. uh, backwards caps and uh, burgers. And that's why I don't think this would appeal to them because it's just, it's like, it's it's very much toned down mm. from a, you know, a noisy V8. Mm. And, the, and the noise that they've added uh, is just, it's so off-putting. Like you just, you just, it would drive you mental, I think. Because it's like, <laughs> it's not even like, it doesn't go with the, this, like the, when you how fast you're going, it's just a playback sound of a car, pretty yeah. much, and it's and it's out of the. I think how it's produced is it's f- produced through like, I don't know if it's like speakers or something. It's obviously speakers, but it's, mm. um, I don't know if it tries to replicate the sort of RPM in the engine by using the electric motor. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to sort of you know look into that a bit more mm. when it sort of releases, but. That's that piece of news, and I'm a bit of I'm a bit unhappy about it overall. <laughs> Have you got anything else, Matty, or was that was that your last one earlier? No, that, that that that's it for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got two more cars to talk about uh, that I've no, sorry, three more cars. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, lot of car news, especially this month. But uh, there's a new Bugatti, Matty. Um, not that we needed another one because I've no seen one this. can afford them. It looks awful. It's called. The, I don't know if it is. Have you seen this one, or is it the, the one that I go on? Hit me. It's, hit me. It's hit the me. Bugatti Mistral, is what it's called. Um, if you have a look at the photos, it's it looks very much like the uh, one-off car they did. You know that uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was like some sort of uh, Italian name that it was like a one-off, and it was like a twelve million euro or something. Yeah, it looks. It's it's got very much design based off that. Um, now this is a a car that's pretty much the same as the last one in terms of engine wise. You know, it's got the eight liter W twelve, sorry W sixteen, a um, thousand six hundred horsepower, mm. two hundred and sixty miles an hour. And they're only making ninety nine of them, which I think is quite a lot for a Bugatti because mm. they only usually make like twenty of them. Um, so this would be more accessible, but I don't think the price tag will be. Uh, particularly good because it's standing at about five million euro. Imagine paying <laughs> five million euro for a car that, from the front, looks like a pig's head, <laughs> and it that has does. the same engine. The way that grill sticks out, and just the way it's all like almost like a triangle, it looks like a pig's snout, it does, doesn't yeah. it? It's horrible. I actually, it does. It. You know what? I'm, you saying that now, I've, I can really see it. I thought it was quite good looking before, but now it's just sort of. That's really stuck out to me mm. now. Um, Stick with me, you'll learn so a lot. That's that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very true, Matty, as I have over the years. Um, and the final two cars we have here, there's a... Well, what do you want me to talk about first, Matty? I've got a new McLaren or a new Koenigsegg? Koenigsegg. Yes, um, the Koenigsegg I'm most excited about as well because it's uh, a reimagined uh, CC... Uh, 8S, you know, they did like back in early 2000s. Yeah. It was the very lime green colour one. Yeah. Now this is called the CC850. Um, and the best thing about this, well, it's not only the looks, it looks fantastic. It looks like, you know, the, the car that they're revamping, mm. but not in a too modern way. Um, and it's basically got a 5 litre twin turbo V8 uh, with 1,300 horsepower. And my favourite part about it, Matty, and you'll be you'll be mind blown about this. I don't even know how it works, but it's it, the the spec it comes in. It's it's a six speed manual, right? But it can be also 
a nine-speed automatic. So you can choose whether you want to have a manual or an automatic. Oh, does it have a clutchless gearbox? Does it? I think so, but it's got a man. It's got a six-speed manual in the stick same shift. gearbox as yeah, like a stick shift, like like a normal manual car. Yeah. But it's got a six-speed. Then then also you can put it into an automatic nine-speed. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm not sure how it works, but I think that sounds uh, immense. So that's perfect for the, all occasions. <laughs> so if you go to London, you can put it in the automatic. Yeah. Uh, or if you're on the motorway, but if you want a bit of fun, put it in the manual. And I think that's a brilliant idea. Um, but unfortunately, Matty, I don't think we'll be getting one anytime soon. Only it's, it's gonna 50 cost are going to be made as well. Yes, it's going to cost 3.65 million. Um, it's just a shame that all the cars on this car news pretty much are Out of over a hundred thousand. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Unless this podcast somehow blows up and mm. we become millionaires, Matty. Or we could just buy um, a, a Nissan Townstar. Yes, I might do that. <laughs> I think that's the best car this month. Um, <laughs> purely because of the name. It's not even a car; it's a van. So it's just. <laughs> Uh, the final car, though, Matty, we have is... Well, it's not really a car, to be honest. It is a car, but it's not a car that I see myself as a as a practical sort of choice for the consumer. It's uh, it's called the McLaren Solus GT. Um, again, these are very interesting names this month, like for everything that we've said this week. Mm. Um, but if you look at it, it's very much like a... Uh, I don't know if you've played the new Grand Turismo. They've got these, like, vision cars in Gran Turismo which are basically like concept uh, cars of original cars that they've already made oh okay and it's only sort of Gran Turismo but it looks like one of these yeah. that sort of thing um, now this has a 5.2 litre V10 naturally aspirated I'm liking the theme this month of uh, petrol cars and uh, it only weighs a tonne because um, it's made of like well fully carbon fibre pretty much and you know very light aluminium and it's uh, got 800 horsepower, so you can you can imagine how fast that is. Yeah. And obviously, it's just it's got stupidly. It's a one seater. It's got stupid downfalls. It's you know almost F1 ter- territory really, and that will cost three million pounds. Um, I don't know if it's if you can use it on the road. I assume not because. I mean, look at it. It's not very roadworthy, is it, really? No. I'm just looking at a close-up now of how far it is up from the ground, and I would literally say... I don't know where the yeah. floor starts, but I would literally say half a metre, if that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of how high it is, yeah, mm. I agree. Sorry, yeah, half a foot, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much that, and... Uh, that is all the car news. <laughs> it's a, a bit of a long car news this week, and we've uh, well, that's kind of all we're refocusing on this podcast. That's all we've got said, time Matty, for the car news this yes. week. <laughs> um, obviously, you said that you did try to book a guest on Matty. Is that right? I, I did. Um, we're doing a car of the year through history theme podcast, and as soon as we can get hold of our guest, who's very keen to come on, he may be mm. on next month or the month after but yeah perfect well that sounds good and that's all we have for uh, this month unfortunately but um, we hope you enjoyed the car news and uh, hopefully we've given you some consumer advice if you are looking for a a Bugatti or a McLaren or an electric (laughs) Nissan van (laughs) yes called the how can I forget the name the Townstar there we go Mm. Um, 
Now, Matty, do you want to plug your social medias in? Yes, of course. Um, if you want to see more of myself, you can see my own YouTube channel, Matty's Cars. Uh, you could be my 1,538th subscriber or something like that. Very <laughs> exclusive club. Uh, also on Instagram, yes. Matty's Cars YT. Uh, and if you want to see me holding my godson, then you can uh, follow Mattgram99 if you're weird like that. <laughs> oh, thank you very much for that, Matty. I, I still don't understand how you come up with something new every, every month for that uh, <laughs> personal account thing, but very well done. Um, same with us. If you want to subscribe to us on the channel, which is obviously where this video and podcast will be going up on, then please do. That would be much appreciated. And if you want to be our... I think it's... I don't even know how many subscribers are on now. It's 1,762 or something. It's not a competition. Uh, no, it's not. But uh, <laughs> we're, we were neck and neck for a while, actually. We really, it. really were. It was quite... It just... I thought it was going to stay like that forever. But obviously, it's good because my club's more exclusive than yours. I think it is, actually. I agree with you because there's more... I think you de- you generally get more sort of people who subscribe to you for like your general content whereas some people subscribe to me just for like one review mm. that sort of thing so they never watch my stuff again which is a shame <laughs> oh. um, so if you do want to be an exclusive member of my club then please join us if you want to be a repeat subscriber yeah yes which is very rare on our channel uh, for some reason but uh, as, as usual you want to follow us on TikTok it's uh, Carl Culture Club YT and we post sort of well just well I get my mate Harry to run the account and he basically just posts uh, like random TikTok videos of our recent episodes behind the scenes uh, and just funny little clips that we might have recorded uh, over our shoot days um, so you can follow us on that if you want to see that sort of stuff and obviously Instagram is carculture underscore YT that's for all the latest updates on videos releasing and uh, again behind the scenes sort of stuff and uh, I'm going to do a Matty and if you want to follow me personally um, my account is baileyprickett27 on Instagram and that's where you can see me going on holiday every five minutes. Um, but that's all we have for now. Um, we do hope you enjoyed, as usual. And we'll uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>